Life can be all peachy until you discover that you've got a rare disease and are later hit by a truck. Two different tragedies that could both go in a very bad direction. But what if you survived both of these and discovered the wonder and beauty of crypto with a renewed mission to educate future generations to become givers? Well, you could have a profound impact. And that's exactly what our guest today has experienced Anne is in the process of now doing. Her name is Elise Sam, and she's our new BFF. I mean, we absolutely adore her passion and her intellect, and so will you. So stand united in blockchain, and let's become a Give Nation on episode number 354 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, Who's bad? I'm John McAfee, and I've been on with these uh, badasses on bad crypto for the past hour. I'm very happy to leave them, but I will tell you this they are badasses. Thank you. Now, well into January, folks, 2020 is here. It, but we're back. I'm freshly back from. Uh, Central America, where I was in Panama, and prior to that, Colombia, and you're back from... No, I'm freshly baked. From Kansas City. You're freshly back, and I'm freshly baked. And welcome to episode 354. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, you know, this is great. You know, this is a fun This is a fun interview, but before that, we got some sponsor stuff, don't we? We do. We want to tell you about our sponsor, eToro. Uh, we still have many of you that are writing us to claim your $25 in free Bitcoin, from the Bad Crypto Podcast when you sign up for a new eToro account. And time is running out. That offer is going to end soon. So many of you have signed up for the app, but you haven't funded your account. And many of you have funded your account, but you didn't buy any crypto with it. And therefore, you don't get your $25 in free bad coin or Bitcoin from us. Not $25 in bad coin, That's but $25 in Bitcoin. Yeah, listen, download the eToro app. Great trading app, low fees, transparent, huge community of over 12 million other eToro traders. Go to badco.in forward slash eToro. That's B-A-D-C-O dot I-N forward slash eToro and do it today. What are you waiting for? Mm. Mr. Joe Comp, one thing I've always liked about you is like you're a guy who, who likes to do good stuff. You actually have not have a have a brand that says do good stuff. Right? I do. I've, it's trademarked. So you're doing things and stuff, and they're good. I, I try to. I mean, I don't always succeed, but I aspire to do good. And it's my belief that when you put good out there and, and aren't always doing it because you expect something in return, that you're kind of like Johnny Appleseed. You know, you're planting seeds. And over time, sometimes those things will get watered and sometimes they'll, you know, come up and it could be a decade or more later. You look back and you did something for somebody and they resurface in your life. They're like, hey, guess what? And an opportunity could, you just never know. So do good stuff. Do good stuff. And then, you know what? It's like you do good stuff, and then we have bad crypto. Maybe we should have named it Good Crypto, and the prices might be higher. No, because I own GoodCryptoPodcast.com also, just in case <laughs> anybody wanted to squat on that. Ah, yes, yes. Well, this kind of fits right in with that. So talking about doing good stuff, our guest today does all kinds of good stuff, and uh, we should get to that interview. Let's do it. 
many people in the crypto space do you know that have been hit by a semi truck, Travis? Um, most of them. <laughs> they have all been. <laughs> pretty much eighty four percent. I think I was hit that, by three. Well, if by hit by a semi truck you mean there for the huge crypto crash of two thousand eight. Oh, oh yeah, right. I don't think that's what we're talking about. Mm, okay. No. Uh, we know one, actually, and she's here with us now. Her name is Elise Sam. That's Sam I am. That's Sam I am. We're interviewing that Sam I am, and we're going to find out if she prefers green eggs and ham or spam. She is a blockchain strategist, an educator, and a vehemently driven advocate. She dedicated her life to patients in hospice nursing, and she branched out to financial technology after overcoming getting hit by a semi-truck and a number of other obstacles that are going to blow you away. She is now the community director at the World Ethical Foreman and a founder and community manager for Women in Blockchain International. She's an author, she's a speaker, and she's 100% awesome. Elise, welcome to Bad Crypto. Hi, thanks for having me. A re- a refreshing blockchain strategist. What is that? It's like it's like it's like it's like you open up like a cold drink on a hot day. I I think so. So many of the other blockchain strategists are so boring, and so you know, I'm I'm refreshing, I guess. Okay, very nice. I've never seen that in a bio before. I'm refreshing. Well, I mean, it, it helps being a writer, so you get something. It, you get to use, use different adjectives. That's good. Yeah. How refreshing. Well, you know, since we led with the semi truck, let's just start there because you've had a number. But is it a semi truck, like just a half a truck or a semi truck? It's a semi. Okay. Okay. Semi semi. Kind of a semi truck. It was like it was like a cyber truck from Elon Musk. It was semi. It's kind of a truck. Okay, what happened, Elise? Well, I was stopped at a red light and a huge semi-truck, like not Elon Musk's, but an actual one that we drive now, plowed into me, into another semi-truck, actually, and it was a seven-car pileup. And uh, I sustained um, seven spots in my spine and where I have injuries and my neck is fused together in the C3, 4, 5, and 6. Wow. And here you are. We're, We're grateful for that. Was it icy or what was the deal? No, he was he was unlicensed. He was uh, in school to learn how to drive a semi truck. And I hope that he failed. (laughs) <laughs> isn't a very good huh it's not a very good driver no that's no. crazy no. and so so how did that lead to you being in the cryptos well i was an early investor in bitcoin and i just decided to pull out my retirement uh, my nursing retirement at that um stage of my life and i went all in and this was like what year to the end of 2016 mm, nice that's not the only struggle that you've had. Uh, according to your bio, you are a survivor of a very rare disease, and you are just a fraction of the woman you used to be in volume. Talk about that. Oh, that was uh, that was fun. So after getting hit by a semi, um, I have an autoimmune disease. I have lupus and rheumatoid, and um, I decided to take obviously some time off of nursing work because being hit by a semi, it's really hard to see patients. 
<laughs> you should have been a truck immune disease instead of autoimmune, you, right? Oh, then, oh, oh, trucks are autos though, also. Oh, yeah. That, that was that, groany. That was bad. That was Thank bad. you. That's what we do here. I see that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to learn that the hard way. Wow. <laughs> like many things in life, right? So. Well, I, uh, after taking some time to try to let my body recover from being hit by a massive truck, um, I, uh, was married and, uh, decided we were going to have a child and uh, I got pregnant and it, uh, ended up being diagnosed with a disease called hyperemesis gravidarum. And you actually, it's like being allergic to pregnancy and you lose weight the entire time uh, during pregnancy. So I was on pick line and I had a feeding tube and I was on bed rest and lost weight uh, my entire pregnancy, the entire time. And then at the end of that, um, my husband and I decided that we weren't going to be together. So my recovery um, for the last few years has been incredible to say the least. Wow, you are an overcomer. I think there's a song by Mandisa that uh, that goes like that, and yeah. I love that. So thank you. Yeah, no, that that's you. You're a badass. I mean, let's just let's just call it what it is. I mean, so first of all, the fact that you know women are the ones that give birth tells me that women, you know, are badasses and stronger than men. We'd be whiny little bitches if you know it was us getting pregnant. Uh, but for you to overcome everything you've been through. And now you're a, a voice in the, the crypto community. I, I try to be. I think they try to shut me up often, but <laughs> I, I I voice my opinion, yes. That's great. So what's just really wild when we look at your bio, you're almost 400 pounds and now you're 88. That's that's like 20% what you used to be. I'm not I'm not 88 pounds now. I'm actually uh, five foot ten, and I weigh 120 pounds. Oh my gosh, she's huge! No, that's not at all. So it's like three times you lost three x yourself, but at one time it was almost five x. That's yeah, crazy. You're a healthy weight now. That's great. Yeah, during yeah. during pregnancy and right after in recovery, um, trying to recover, I got down to 88 pounds, and that's why I had the feeding tubes and whatnot. Mm. That's for a while. And before that, you were in your bio, it says former death slash psych nurse. So you've led a really interesting life. You've helped a lot of people sort of probably pass over to the other side, I would assume. I was a You're like hospice, hospice and home health. We did a lot of psychiatric care, which is why I can put up with Travis very easily. So, <laughs> Oh, snap a <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Welcome to Bad Crypto. Folks. Shots fired. Right. So, but yeah, no, it was a great time. I love my patients. I, I miss I miss seeing patients, um, both killing them and helping them with mental illness. No. Wow. And so and so now you, you've set up an NGO and you're doing this thing called Give Nation dot world now is this sort of a hat tip to your previous life where you were helping people in the hospice world or what is what is the the mission behind give 
Well, Give Nation is a, yes, it's a financial literacy program where we actually give back in the sense that we're helping the United Nations solve the sustainable de- developmental goals. Um, right now, we are super focused on climate change and um, because by 2030, if we don't plant uh, one trillion trees, we are going to start seeing species die off. So Give Nation was formed to go into schools and teach children financial literacy, but also reward for altruism. Um, When they give back, we are developing a stable coin that will reward them for giving back, being humanitarian. That's superb. Teaching kids to give, I think, is important, especially in this culture of me, me, me and materialism and thinking that stuff is somehow going to make us happy when there's people around the world that don't have their basic um, needs met. Well, let's move into blockchain here because you're a founder of Women in Blockchain International. What is that organization and what do they do and and, uh, who else is uh, participating in this with you? Well, I do actually Women in Blockchain International, and um, I sit on the board of advisors now for Women in Blockchain Foundation. And so one is a nonprofit and the other is just a community um, developed by Akasha Rose. And she pulled me and a couple of her friends in. There's four of us that um, have a community of about 800 to 1,000 active women right now that work in blockchain full-time or part-time with full-time hours. And we just support each other. Um, We're there to open opportunities for one another. Um, We're there to um, have a glass of wine when it's been a really rough day. And then the Women in Blockchain Foundation is actually going to be a nonprofit. Uh, we're registering in Wyoming. Brittany Kaiser and Bo Stiles and Adrian Ashley sit on that board as well. So I'm really excited about the work that we do in both communities. And um, if you are a woman and you're in crypto and you'd like to learn more, we'd love to have you. Travis is identifying as one right now. So can he join? Can she join Zer and uh, Travis? Absolutely. My ex-boyfriend identifies as a woman now as well. And I've been supporting Travis throughout that process in his life. So. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It's, it's nice. your, your woman voice is a little Mike Tyson-y, Travis. It's true. I can't help it. <laughs> what well, if Mike you, Tyson transitioned? <laughs> Can you do that? If Mike Tyson transitioned to a girl, that would be really awkward for Mike Tyson. And he would, <laughs> He's got that face tattoo. Like I'm, I'm Michelle Tyson. Are we? Are we? <laughs> I don't know what's happening Vegas now. Again, is that what's going on now? I'm not. I'm not sure. That was Joel taking me down a wrong road. Don't do that, Joel. I think that you've earned this, though, because it sounds like you've had some offline conversations with the Lee Sam, where you have. Uh, You've earned the lumps you're getting today, so congratulations. She gives me a hard time all the time, like every since World CryptoCon. It's like I can just read them like every day. It's a new. She's one. gone brunette. You know, when we saw her in Vegas, she was blonde, and uh, her hair is has gotten darker. Is that the natural color? No, I'm actually a natural blonde, and but I'm so pale. So during the winter, I darken my hair, <laughs> and it's to, it's temp color. It just fades out. 
fades over time. So let's talk more about about the women in blockchains. Weebi, W I B I. It's like Wi Fi, except with a B. Women in Blockchain International IO is the website. B O W E B O W E B O W E B O. Isn't that cute? I thought that was pretty. We B O W E B O. Very nice. Oh, E B O. And so, what are the initiatives that you guys do? So you say you support each other and you drink wine. That's very. That sounds like a good time. But what what are the what are like the initiatives that you guys are working on? Are you guys helping more women get on stage? Are you to talk about blockchain? Are you supporting them financially with? You know, if they have a blockchain project, like what exactly is is the is the project? What is how do you help? The Women in Blockchain International is nothing but a community. Um, okay. Yeah, that's just it's. Um, I like to term it a little black book for women in blockchain. Um, uh-huh. We're typically we're just there to support other women. Um, for instance, one of the at World CryptoCon where I met you guys. Um, a lady uh, came into my community and I needed a speaker for Coit Agenda. And so I offered the position, the panelist spot to the women in my community. And one woman um, volunteered and she took that position and she ended up getting an investor for her project for $200,000. So it's, it's really just a community of women supporting other women in that project. The Women in Blockchain Foundation is very different. Right now, Fo is traveling all around the world and she's meeting with different governments. And we're trying to bring not only education into um, some of these third world countries that need to progress, but we're trying to start at the basics. Like some of the places that she's visited in Africa, they don't even have running water. So we're trying to tackle basic needs for women and then provide them with education so that they can support themselves and their communities. And that's the goal with Women in Blockchain Foundation, whereas Women in Blockchain International is a community. Well, I might connect you uh, with the uh, founder of waterislife.com. I'm on the board of that organization. They're actually working in Africa, and there could be some synergy there for your group to uh, to lock arms with them. Yeah, I would love that. That would be awesome. Excellent. So you said you were an early adopter in Bitcoin, and uh, congratulations. Hopefully, you didn't sell it when you saw it spike up to 100, thinking, oh, my gosh, this is this is incredible. Um, so what do you think of the state of, of Bitcoin right now? And, you know, without pretending to be a financial advisor or, you know, making any predictions that we're going to hold you to, what effect do you think the halving is going to have and where are we headed over this next, you know, short term? Oh, man, I don't know if you want my opinion on that. I'm I'm crying with everybody else, to be honest with you. Like, it hurts. Um, We're aiming for adoption, and we're going to have this roller coaster effect for a little bit, I fear. Um, With the halving going on, I think we're going to continue to drop a little bit, and then I believe we're going to strengthen a lot and things are going to increase after the first of the year is what I see. But 
I see after that it dropping again as well. I don't know. Um, it's been. So you, so you think it's going to go up and down and up and down and up and down? If I hear you correctly, I think it is. I think it's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster for a little bit. But if you look at, yeah, exactly. If you look at the history of economics, though, you can see that we're obviously headed in the right direction. And, you know, you want some of these growing pains. And because that shows that the people are using it, like we're adopting, you know, and so I feel like these are very good signs. Very cool. So the World Ethical Data Forum, we need better uh, ethics around data, because historically, the, the big tech and social media have just been crazy with our data they don't protect it very well and they just use it to make themselves more money they don't make the help us to make our money and it sounds it looks like you guys are working with some some very interesting whistleblowers on privacy and data awareness over there you said Brittany kaiser you're working with her on a couple things julian assange uh edward snowden right and uh annie uh, mackin annie michon yes john annie michon very cool. So, so what is the the ethical data form, and how does that work? And be, because it's it's definitely sounds like something that we that we need more of. So, um, the World Ethical Data Forum is an event um, that I've thrown multiple blockchain events, and that is one of them that I've been a part of. Um, we uh, are out to talk about privacy and data. Um, I also joined the advisory board at blockchance.eu, which is a blockchain nonprofit. With uh, the World Ethical Data Forum, um, we are looking for highly influential people to come in and talk and open the discussion um, for privacy and data. Like we're with AI and everything that is coming and all the new tech that's coming, what what are the laws and regulations going to be? Like they're just trying to open a discussion and bringing in leaders in the industries and um, the political realm as well as the tech realm and the pharmaceutical field as well um, will help the lawmakers know which direction that they need to go. And that's what the world ethical data forum is all about as you mentioned politics i'm sure you're connected with caitlin long and yes so she is in a community that i'm a part of um Brittany kaiser and i speak quite frequently and have been um pretty good friends for a little over a year and so um that is definitely somebody that she's involved with and i would love to get her to know her on a personal level she's amazing Mm-hmm. Brittany bit me. Oh no, that was Joe Biden. Never mind. Sorry. Brittany's not a biter. That's scary. What would you? Do? Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned um, Africa and the the people there that aren't banked and you know don't have access to uh, the you know the, the banking systems that we have and the hardship that that is for them. Which cryptos do you think are most accessible for those people that will make it simple simplest for them to become which bank. crypto i just go with bitcoin yeah. i mean it's done it's done right um until other technologies are fully developed and we've got everything figured out 
you know, why recreate the will? I'm a big fan in ether, so I will use Erythium and Litecoin as well. But if if you want to tap those countries, Bitcoin's been out there the longest, the first, it's the most supported, it's easy, accessible compared to the others. So just go with that. Very good. So I'm I'm looking at GiveNation.world, and that's that is your NGO, and you're teaching you're teaching uh, financial literacy. Now that's one thing I've always noticed. They don't teach in school. It's so weird. It's like they don't teach us about investing. They don't teach us about managing bills. Teach us about checkbooks. Teach us about any of that financial stuff that you need to be functional in the world. Right? It's like, hey, go out into the world, but we're not going to give you actually any of the things you need to know when it comes to managing your own life. Right. And so how is it that you guys are are teaching people about financial literacy? What are maybe some of the key points that you're teaching people? And and why is it that no school teaches anybody about this around the world? It seems like they're keeping us in the dark. You make a good point there. And we are actually changing everything with Give Nation. Um, one thing that we're doing, and could, because you're right, we do not um, teach financial literacy in schools. So one thing that we've done is we actually paired with an organization in London, and the organization goes into schools and they promote Give Nation. And uh, what our uh, project uh, partnership manager, his name's Ari, what he is doing is onboarding schools, 20 to 50 UK schools a month. And they are actually going to be awarded with a monetary grant through the UK government to use our financial literacy program. So we saw a need that kids were not learning money and we fixed that need. And so right now we are, like I said, launching in all UK schools, but we are getting our 501c3 as a nonprofit in America. And then we will be doing the same thing here and in Canada. And then the government, uh, the president of Kosovo has actually only wants to use our program with all of the Kosovoan children. So we're launching everywhere globally, and we're going to make sure that every child in the world does have access to financial education. So you're talking about stable coins then. So which ones don't suck, like in your opinion? So you did all this scientific analysis on it and whatnots. Which ones are horrible and which ones are the bestest? Oh, man. I don't know if you want my actual opinion on stable coins. Everybody... We, we, oh, I did, we did. We asked, I asked a question for that reason. <laughs> but then, but then, what if nobody buys my book? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, you got to tease them. You got to tease them a little bit. Oh, okay. Stable coins are wonderful, and you need to become educated about it. No, and in all seriousness, stable coins are, in my opinion, a gate. Um, we want decentralized. Uh, an economy. And, but the banks are not going to allow us to do that very easily. I saw stable coins as an avenue to kind of infiltrate the banks and kind of bring them over to a decentralized economy. If we have a fiat backed um, digital currency that is, it's, accepted by all the big banks in the world, we're going to see decentralized currencies become in use very quickly, I feel. 
so my goal with writing the stablecoin book and for developing my own stablecoin through Give Nation is to allow access to digital currencies to everyday people, um, to allow them to become comfortable using digital currencies and then tie them over, like I said, to a decentralized economy where everybody needs to be their own bank. Um, the ones that do not suck right now are going to be the gift token, obviously, because I'm developing it. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Oh. So which ones suck then, like Ripple? Uh, well, Ripple, I don't think it's a stable coin. But... Well, it's not a stable coin. I'm just saying like how banks are using it more. That was the... That's what I know Ripple's not a stable coin, but the fact that a lot of banks are using that supposedly for international sort of transfer of wealth and whatnot. I just wanted you to talk shit on Ripple. Um, well, that's not polite. So I don't need to do that. It's a privacy. Well, it's polite. Polite. Where did this start getting into the equation? If you want my opinion, you're gonna have to sit down and be quiet, Travis. Ripple. Sit down, Travis. Wow, this podcast is over. It's so great to have you on. Um, thank you for coming on. Ripple yeah, is a stay Ripple is a <laughs> coin, and they want to keep things private for a reason. And I don't use it, so there's that. <laughs> okay, very nice. Very good. Is that is that bad enough? That was very good. Okay, very good. good. <laughs> the bad SmackDown podcast, right there. Travis Wright put in his place. Yeah. <laughs> So where can people find the book, uh, Elise? Oh, I will link you to it. Um, I uh, right now am working with a publisher. And so stay tuned, I guess. It will be out the first of the, uh, the, first of the year. And it'll be on Amazon for sure. Excellent. Well, links to uh, Elise's profiles if you want to connect with her on LinkedIn. Instagram, I have another question. I have another question if you want Twitter. to keep going. I'm talking. It's Travis, sit down. It's not the end yet. I just like you're, you're wrapping done. up. I just you're let people up. know where they could find out about her book. <laughs> it sounded like the wrap up to me. I was like, uh oh, I have another Elise, book. I want you to take Travis to task more offline as well. Like whatever you're doing, it's you're not it's not enough yet. Oh, he needs a little bit more abuse. Go ahead, Travis, ask your question. No, so we, we've had these offline questions and, and it's like like regularly like, oh these McAfee boys dealing with these McAfee stuff, <laughs> McAfee. So how how are you how are you working with McAfee and how are you wrangling around their the group because they got kind of a motley crew of people over there no okay no okay so travis has been stalking us online and and enjoying every bit of it um because we are awfully entertaining i agree um i don't work with uh john mcafee but the boys in team mcafee are actually very close friends of mine and uh, we've traveled together. They were actually at in World CryptoCon in Vegas with us. Um, and they are. They're a super great time. They are Tennessee boys. And so they're kind of in that small town community like, like we are. And uh, they're just wonderful. Like, I... I don't have anything bad to say about them. In fact, I am about to move the country this week. And Bruce Heidelberg, um, the um, co-founder of Illuminime and uh, um, Team McAfee, is actually trying to help in the entire process. It's being super supportive. And same with Tommy Austin. 
not only are they like some of the most pure people that I've ever met on the planet, they are honest, they are hardworking, they are a very good time, as you've seen in the media. <laughs> um, but when it comes down to it, they work harder than any people that I've ever seen in my life. And I couldn't love and respect them any more than I do. Very nice. I thought you might be helping like coordinate McAfee's next place that he's going to be exiled from. And, and no, no, I uh, like, oh, you should go here now. Look, there's all right. We got to get you safe. McAfee trying to hide you from the peoples. I mean, his, his wife, Janice does a really good job of manhandling and hiding him. I think so. <laughs> Very good. All righty. Well, all the links in the show notes that you would possibly want to give Nation and World Ethica Data and Wibio, the Women in Blockchain uh, site, and Elise Sam. Thanks again for coming on here, giving Travis some crap because he deserves it. I don't give him enough. He needs more. And you're welcome. Not true. To come back this is not true. Anytime. And you're not welcome. You're not welcome back. <laughs> That sounds like somebody got <laughs> You heard his fees. I just want you to say that again. World, how do you just say that, Joel? Because Ethica, World Ethical world, Data. World Ethical Data. Yeah, as you said. How do they say it? Did I stumble it's over like you mess, It's not like you messed it up twice. World Ethical Data. What is data? World Ethical Data Forum. It took me like almost eight months to figure out how to say it correctly. It's hard. Yeah, oh, I figured it out data for World of the Yeah. Ethica, Ethica, Ethica. Thanks, Elise. Chance.eu is easier. Blockchance.eu. Mm. <laughs> Ain't Sam awesome? She's great. Yes. And uh, she actually drove through this area yesterday and uh, she had to go. I guess she, she moved someplace. I uh, think she moved to West Virginia for some reason and then had to come back through Kansas. And so she drove by and she texted as she drove by and i said don't text while you're driving that's not safe almost having west virginia yeah why would you know willingly move to west virginia no offense to any of our west virginia listeners i don't know if we have any west virginia <laughs> listeners. they're all they're all in the same family though I'm yeah sure. crypto what the hell's that <laughs> thanks sam for uh for being on the show we enjoyed having your wife you. sister and sit down <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to our other sponsor, Moby. By now, hopefully, you guys have checked out MobyPay.io, spelled M-I-M-O-B-I-E-Pay.io. Keep your eyes on these guys because they're going to have a surprise, I surmise. And you can get $10 in free MBX tokens without the janky rap from myself. Dude, but that wasn't even written down, folks. He just flew freestyle that. Yeah, that was some Joel comification. <laughs> a freestyle deck that was dude of, that and i surprised i was like damn i was impressed with that so my i was good this is a cool app gang they're they're gonna make it simple simple and super easy for on ramps and off ramps for your coinage both fiat and crypto go to mobipay.io check it out and tell brandon there when you're there tell him we said hello hi brandon yeah get your ten dollars worth of uh, mbx Yep, Mr. Travis Wright, we've got a lot of great content coming to our listeners here in the near, near very future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very near. See, this is what happens when we don't record for a couple of weeks. My brain doesn't know how to form words anymore. Mm. And and I'm in the near very future. In the very near future. Mm. Or you could say shortly. Soonly. Mm-hmm. Lots and of good stuff. 
We're going to be talking some Litecoin. We're going to be talking some trading. Got some, of course, got some bad news. We got some more of the blockchain CMO stuff coming as well. And we're going to be live, folks. We are going to be live at the North American Bitcoin Conference in Miami next week. Yeah. And the Washington Elite Conference. So we're heading out on Monday, and Washington Elite is on Tuesday. And then uh, the Bitcoin um, North American Bitcoin Conference is going to be uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I believe, or maybe th- I can't remember which days. I know we're we're performing at both of them. And uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are eyeing Bitcoin right now, saying maybe the bull run is starting. And in fact, I think uh, even though bad news is coming up just in a couple days, uh, timestamp this here on January 6th, around 9 p.m. in the evening Mountain Standard Time. And Bitcoin has hit 7,900, Travis. There's mm-hmm. been a, a sweet run uh, over the last 24 hours. And uh, is this the beginning of the bull run? What do you think? I don't know, but I know that I did sell some. If this is the beginning of the bull run, I sold some at the absolute bottom. Good, good, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. See, we are not financial advisors, folks. So, I mean, it's like, listen to the folks we bring on the show. <laughs> Don't listen to us. Listen to us for the lulls. You know, and, 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 we do and have we, some good questions. And because we have some good questions occasionally. We'll report more on the state of the market in the upcoming bad news show. And we've also got a great partnership that we're going to be announcing shortly that we're pretty darn excited about. And we don't have the official go-ahead from the team yet to tell you exactly what it is. But let's just say that 2020 is going to be the year of bad crypto. Mm. Yes. And, folks, if you're going to any conferences or you plan to go to these conferences, we're working on some fun stuff and I'm going to let you know there's going to be some non-fungible tokens out there of bad crypto and they're going to be rare and they're going to be collectible and they're going to be funny. Yeah, they they might be non-fungible but that doesn't mean they're non-fun. That's true. They're going to they be are fun. Jibble. <laughs> Jibble. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Thanks nice. for listening everybody. We appreciate it. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be bad news and there's a lot to catch up on including John McAfee's oh. latest twit tweet about dick eating should Bitcoin not mm. hit a million dollars by the end. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll catch you guys next time. Stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.